आई वी एम वेलकम टू एब्सोल्युटली राइट आई एम योर होस्ट अदिति सुराना वी मे फॉरगेट कोट्स एंड लेसन्स आफ्टर सम टाइम बट वी ऑल रिमेंबर स्टोरीज एंड डायलॉग्स फॉर लाइफ हैव यू वंडर्ड व्हाई व्हेन वी फील समथिंग एट अ ह्यूमन इमोशनल लेवल इट अल्टर्स अ पर्सपेक्टिव एज द जापानीज ऑथर हारुकी मुराकामी सेज व्हेन पीपल ओपन देयर हार्ट्स दे गेट बेटर इट हैपेंस टू मी इन एवरी सेशन When a client opens up a story, they talk about their deepest emotion. I feel I transform each time. I invite you to be a part of a live session that we have recorded specially for this podcast. I want justice. I am not in the wrong. First of all, I mean, why should I deserve this when I have given my hundred percent, two hundred percent, and why I am not able to overcome it? This particular relationship issue. I don't know why it bothers me so much. Why? Today's guest is a 61-year-old unbeatable woman who was compelled to restart her life eight years ago at 53 when she went through a forced separation. Since then, Gurmeet did everything in her capacity to stand on her feet, support her kids, nurse her ailing father single-handedly. Last month, however, she met her husband after eight years at her son's wedding. It wasn't easy. It stirred the pot, got all the demons out. She knows she has been strong while dealing with this situation. But in this period, she kept on reminiscing some dark moments over and over again. At this point, she believes that in order to close this chapter completely, she deserves a genuine apology and some empathy from her husband. She wants to forgive him, but she feels trapped in her own memories. She has tried it all, but no matter what she does, she is unable to forgive him gurmeet sent her handwriting sample last week along with her question this conversation is a sneak peek of a real one time session from my desk this is all raw the way a session happens we have just edited a few details for confidentiality you must listen to this episode if you struggle to forgive people from your past if you feel frozen in time remembering a traumatic situation or if you know you need to change some perspective and find some peace and clarity when it comes to forgiveness yes forgiveness is such a draining topic for most of us we cognitively understand it but when we feel caught up and rather trapped in our narrative we can't do much about it what makes this conversation tougher is the unspoken social stigma and the sense of deep rejection that she felt At some places I look at her handwriting sample and as graphology allows me to understand her personality at a deeper level I question her judgments and her conclusion in a direct manner My insights from her handwriting allow me to see the gap between the actual situation and her experience of it We will start the session on the other side of this short break Hey everybody welcome to another awesome week on the IVM podcast network if you're not following us on social media please do we're IVM podcast on Twitter Facebook and Instagram it's been a really fun week this week as it is almost every week but this week was particularly fun Parmesha Honey was on Cyrus says great conversation over there we had a crossover event Vineet Kanabar host of the Storytellers and Storytellers podcast came on Uncle Please Sit really interesting conversation about the future of digital content 
Besides that, it was the 50th episode this week of Agla Station Adulthood. Congratulations to Ritash and Ayushi. But yeah, they're 50 episodes down. They had Rekha Jha as the guest on that show. On Advertising is Dead, Varun had the founders of Foxy Moron, Suveer Bajaj and Pratik Gupta on. Another really, really interesting conversation. So full of interesting conversations this week. But with that, let's get you back to your show. So hi, Guruji. Hi, Aditi. Hi. This is so nice to have you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Now, whatever is your question, I have your handwriting sample in front of me and you have already written your question. But if you would like to state it, you would like to say it, it would be nicer for us to begin with. Yeah, first of all, thank you for inviting me. And uh, it's such a pleasure talking to you all the time, every time. I, there's a connection, I feel. And, you know, unhesitantly, I can uh, talk to you. I don't have to think or, you know, say, kya bolo. And I love your podcast, what I hear. I, I keep listening all the time. Yes, the gyan is so uh, practical, doable. Yeah. It touches me, you know. That is actually the attempt because if you make it very philosophical, you know, we hear so many theories, we can't implement. It doesn't do anything for us. So the idea is to keep it really, really to the point. Yeah, very practical and good. So actually, uh, I've been in a very uh, rock and roll uh, relationship for quite some time. In fact, my entire life, you know. And at this age, I'm 61. I'm revealing my age on air. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I feel, you know, uh, earlier I could cope up. Now I'm not able to cope up. I think what, I mean, it's my own analysis that I think my inner healing has not happened. So until and unless I'm not healed inside, you know, I cannot move forward. Uh, forgiveness, apologies, they are all there. I've done all that. But still, it's very raw inside. So, so my raw, what do you mean? Like when you remember an event from the yes. past, it feels as if it is happening right yes. now. Yes, something triggers in my environment. Some, it just takes me off. You know, I'm off then. Uh, then I go deep dive into everything, what happened, the sequence. And then it bothers me. Of course, I train my mind. I don't have to go there again and again. That is a forsaken road. I don't have to look there again. But uh, yeah, we are human beings. And uh, we do think, we do emote. So that bothers me, you know, that how to heal myself. My basic question is, how does the inner healing actually happen? That's a resilient question. And most of us have those questions, right? When we are hurt. A part of our journey is because someone else has done this. You know, when we talk about pain, in any form when we describe pain, there is a context, there is like this this belief that the pain is inflicted upon me. Right? Yeah. Someone else did something that they shouldn't have done for me to feel what I shouldn't have felt. Right. And I'm going to take a moment and question that. Yeah. You know, for example, uh, exams are really stressful. So somebody sets the tough paper and that is the reason why I failed. If Mm -hmm. you look at it from that perspective, there is very little room for growth. Because we believe that if the paper would have been simpler, then my results would have been better. Whereas, you know, if you look at the education system and if you look at that whole, whole statement, you'll realize that 
No, it's not real. If you're really prepared and if you're really willing to give the exam for what it is, then you wouldn't have this expectation from the examiner how the paper should be created. So when we are talking about who inflicted this pain on you, and I'm not saying this from a spiritual perspective, philosophical perspective, mm-hmm. my genuine practical outlook to life is this. Now, if something is broken, if if you are uh, handling a glass, uh, you know, glass vessel and if it is broken now no matter how valuable the, the uh, vessel was we can't do anything to change that situation we cannot sit and stand there and think about who exactly kept it there what exactly got this situation in my life we sit there and say okay now it is broken i can't let these glasses be here i have to clean it properly so that i don't hurt myself further beautiful similar is our required outlook in the situation when we look at emotional pain who inflicted it why that person did it what was the reason how you reacted because today at this point you are way more detached distant and mature to look at the same scenario you did not feel the same emotions then so no. it's not one person doing it to me but this whole idea that this problem shouldn't have existed for my life to become simpler mm. is, is my question how do we know how do we know this like most problems that come come our way shape us in ways that we do not believe can ever happen yeah right so many problems like today the way you speak today the way you think today the way you look at even this healing process mm. wouldn't have happened without having those broken pieces Hmm. Every moment we change our perspective from this problem is in my smooth way. You know, we believe that my life should have been very smooth, very straight, and the problem is a roadblock which is stopping me from living the smooth life. Yeah, that is a myth. Life is all about one challenge to another challenge to third challenge, and that's why we do not meet pretty much anybody who has who has lived without any problem. Yes, of course. Right. So you are learning. So that person, whomever is inflicting this pain on you, or these people, or the situation, is part of the journey. The very moment you stand there, you say, "Oh, this journey is my journey." The blame would be much lesser. Hmm. Right now, uh, not only because I can see your writing, but also from what I am understanding, is there is this. feeling that this should not have happened for life to be in a certain way mm. right and because you have spent all these years fighting it today when you feel that there is no fight you still feel like fighting because you're so used to habituated yeah. to fighting internally yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm going to i'm going to uh, you know i have made a kind of a balloon like a bubble for myself i want to be just in that and not break that and move ahead i think as i'm remembering this uh, story of of you know uh, some soldier from army he gets this one one army uh, uh, battle wound and then he believes that that battle wound is like the biggest thing that has happened to him because he survived that battle and then he comes home and every time a guest comes He narrates the whole battle. Yeah. He narrates the whole battle. He's like, you know, this happened. The the mm-hmm. soldiers were here. The I had this kind of situation. Now for him, he is reliving the the glorious moment. Yes. 
right? But for his relatives, the family members, they're like, okay, how many times are you going to repeat the same story, right? You can look at it, but the person cannot look at it in this situation. Similarly, in your story, when you relive your battles, like those battle scars, you really keep repeating the same battle over and over again. So my question to you, Gurmi, what what is the value of doing that? What exactly happens when you repeat that that question or that scenario to yourself? What are you trying to get at? I want justice. Okay. Yeah, I, I I want uh, that I'm not in the wrong. First of all, I I mean, why should I deserve this when I have given my hundred percent, two hundred percent? I have not deferred from my uh, any responsibilities or. I have lived to the expectations, not only mine, even for the others. Then why is this uh, whole thing, you know, uh, happened to me? And why I'm not able to overcome it? I have seen many problems in life and I have done a good job in uh, changing things and, you know, learning to live with them and overcoming them. I've handled my father's uh, cancer all alone by myself. Everything I've done, but this particular relationship issue, I don't know why it bothers me so much. Why? So I read this beautiful line. The opposite of love is not hate, is indifference. Yeah. Right? So when we look at still bothering, still feeling that emotion, is still having some expectation underneath that makes you feel that I expect you to make up for the damage done. I mm. expect. So I would request you, if you can think about it right now. So what will be fair? Just let's think about it. What will be fair according to you? Keeping keeping in mind that you can't go back and deal with what has happened in the past. Yeah. Today, if you really want to make amends with this, what would be fair? It would be uh, the other person my partner to acknowledge not apologize I don't want any apologies to acknowledge yes things did go wrong somewhere and uh, let's forget that and move ahead so you just want that person to say I shouldn't have done this yes yes it was wrong on my part to have uh, behaved like this or conducted myself like this or whatever you know the bone of discontention was between us. So I want that person to at least realize that what uh, damage or what harm have I done that has made me so uh, vulnerable and uh, you know I I am scared to build another relationship also basically. Just because I feel the things you know the sequence So there is a part of me which is still tight inside. I may have best of friends, but still I don't give what I want to give. So you keep keep value. You keep evaluating the situation, and you do not behave. uh, Yeah. Like I hold myself back. I mean, when I'm giving in with my with my girlfriends and you know with my children, suddenly I hold myself back. No, you know, this, this is enough. 
you will otherwise get hurt beyond this. You know, that those breaks are pulled. So that, uh, yeah. That's such a beautiful statement. Like you said, that because somebody did not do what he should have done, I hold myself back. Yeah. I constantly do not. So there is a limit. There is this invisible bond that you have created. And you're like, oh, this is my barrier. This is my limit. I won't go beyond it. So if we have to, at this point in time, look at what would be the happy life, it would be one that you say, okay, I want the person to come and acknowledge that because of my mistake, Gurmi, yeah. you suffered. Yes. Okay. And I shouldn't have done it. Yes. Okay. I just acknowledge it. Yes. What I realize, I realize that. Yes. What would that be? It would give me uh, solace. It would give me, uh, yeah, at least, uh, you know, that empathy, that person is empathizing with me. I think empathy is the word rather than acknowledging. Okay. So empathizing, that means the person is saying, I'm just rephrasing what you probably could expect. They're saying, okay, I'm sorry, Gurmeet, because of my choices. Or because of our situation, you know, you behaved in a certain manner and I behaved because of our situations, we uh, live this life and I'm sorry for my part. How about without saying sorry, I, I, because sorry is a very shallow, <laughs> there is no meaning to sorry actually. It is just uh, a feeling that, yeah, because of this, you had to undergo a lot of uh, challenges in your life. And you had to fight it out all by yourself. So why sorry is a shallow word for you? I I don't I don't know. I somehow don't believe uh, it's your actions that you know uh, should say sorry rather than the just a lip service sorry. I mean, you so, say sorry even when you bump into somebody or when you you know accidentally hit in the mall. I'm sorry, sorry. So, you know, and when you're creating such a big blunder, I mean, you're putting that person down in the dumps and still say sorry. <laughs> so, that's not acceptable. Yeah. So, for you, sorry must be experienced and expressed yes. in and action. In action, yeah. yeah. Of course, if the person feels genuinely sorry, then the person will behave in a certain yes. way. Is, do you live with your partner? Do you live with your husband? Okay. So more than eight years. Yes. And then when we are not living together, just by using the words that I acknowledge that I caused the damage, do you really believe that you'll get the storage? Because that is not expressing sorry. That is not actually making any behavioral change. So what are we looking at here? Because if sorry word does not have any value, then saying that I acknowledge I damaged you, why those words have value? And will they genuinely have value? Yeah, because it will be an inner realization. You know, it will not be just uh, saying this because they are, those words are going to be put into it. It's going to be f- from within. That realization will come and then these words will follow. Without the realization, it will not happen. So realization never comes in that person's life because of his journey, the way it is. What would you do to your life? Yeah, I'm trying to 
battle it yeah but there are certain times like recently it was my son's wedding we were together under the same roof but it was not even uh, very very cordial you can say there were no exchange of words i was taking the initiative that we represent ourselves as a family unit that we are one let's pose for pictures at least let's be you know there for our children Uh, create a happy environment i'm so, sorry to interrupt you but two unhappy people when they are together against their will so here you were doing this as a mother of his son and not yes. wife of your husband he was doing as father of his son yeah. and not your husband so when two unhappy people are forced to be in a situation technically the happy unit is only an external perception yes, it was it was and it was not necessarily the happy unit yes. to begin with. no it was not from within at all it was just to you know for memory sake yes we were there present for the child's wedding and we were together in a picture just for memory sake so in this case when you have parted ways you have figured out a, a functional system away from each other and i'm also repeating these points because so many times people don't know what exactly is bothering them even people who are listening to this conversations will suddenly realize okay i have this person in my life i think about this person all the time and it boils my blood or i'm justifying that fight i keep telling myself i should have said this i should have said that so it's literally reliving yes now even if the person comes and apologizes even if he says that it was my internal realization will anything change in your practical life yeah it may it may it may change it will uh, at least you know uh, kind of uh, right now sometimes i even i feel that have i wronged somewhere self doubt does creep in uh, what could i have done better so that we are not at this point right now have you apologized for your part of the damage that you might have made that you are not aware of uh, not in physical words of course but i have conveyed it that yes it was uh, my uh, kind of uh, losing myself in that situation but i couldn't do anything better than that when you just find out that you know there is a somebody else other than you so that is i think a break point for every woman any woman okay i, I completely agree and that is breach of trust to a point that it feels it is not recoverable from the experience yes i'm looking at your writing and correct me if i am wrong in saying this but compared to your spouse you came across as a very self sufficient very confident and very strong person i do not have your husband's handwriting so i can't fully not his personality but if i look at only your writing you know you do have a have a sense of being a strong person and also in moments overpowering on the other person so when you really become that stronger person and when you take charge of the situation you do become and i'm not going to miss my word but dominating in some ways so sometimes people can take it because that is generally moving the overall situation ahead solving the problem taking you to the next level but there are moments where it does become difficult for the other person to hold their identity okay okay there are moments where you also uh 
get impatient about your emotions and your yes. emotional expression. Yes, sir. So you realize, and I'm sure you would have felt it in the moment. The words that are coming out of your mouth, you yes. would still say, "No, no, I hope these words don't come out." But you can't stop them because it's almost yes. like the arrow has left because the uh, emotions are so strong at that. Time. Right. Yes. Right. So, uh, you know, when people talk about relationships after moving away, moving apart, what they remember is from the space of calmness. Today, when you look at the situation, you are more rational about it. You look at the person and say he shouldn't have behaved in this manner. Yeah. This broken trust is not acceptable. Today, you would use these words. But that time when you're expressing your anger, the kind of emotions that you expressed probably could have created a damage that is beyond belief. So I agree that at in no way, in no context, in no perspective, we can justify somebody uh, breaking trust in a relationship. That is not, you know, you cannot do anything about it. I agree with you. But what do we do about it? what we choose yeah when the other person is going through remains our way of looking at it yeah that is that is where i feel i have uh, faltered uh, i have kind of spoken to every family member about it let's see this is what is you know like literally chest beating myself that see what i have been inflicted upon right for so many years right i wanted people to no, you know and with me or what you're saying in 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 ways gurmeet is you're saying because one person did not empathize with me i actually expected other people to sympathize with me yeah but now nobody did actually speaking no i was left on my own to that's what has made me self sufficient strong and you know whatever you could uh, kind of see from my handwriting dominating yeah i have become i was i was not dominant i was not assertive but mm-hmm. i have learned to become this because i think that's the way i think i went my inner uh, inner anger maybe uh, i'm going to i'm going to rephrase it i'm going to say it in a different way i would say that you were always this strong independent really really sufficient person who believe that she cannot express herself in this manner so she held yourself under this garb you know society does that especially for for your generation it was not okay yeah. for a daughter in law or for a wife to behave in a certain way yes. so you kept holding yourself back and one day when this thing happened you literally unleashed your wings and you you started behaving in the manner the way you felt without bang. caring bang on you named it you named it so is it possible that instead of owing you an apology uh you should be actually thanking your husband for doing this to you at times i do <laughs> at times i do that i am uh, now more bolder yeah uh, I, I, i do lot many things which i would have never just to uh, challenge my own self i go and i went and saw movies all by myself I don't know. It gave me a lot of. Uh, I'm so happy. I love doing that, and people yeah. always roll their eyes, wondering why yeah. I do it. But it is liberating. At yeah. so many yeah. level, it is liberating yeah. to watch movies alone in the yeah. cinema. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have done. Uh, I can think of that now, and there are many small other things. I, I learned swimming. Wow! Uh, to last year, I was last year. Yeah. Okay, that's a point of water. But okay. I said no. I have to get over this phobia. 
so i went uh, and uh, started my swimming lessons early in the morning yeah so i did well, when somebody who is this strong tries to fold themselves and be boxed in a very small situation and i want you to internalize that you need not say yes or no at this point in time but internalize this thought when you try to box yourself in this small little setting of your marriage every day when you wanted to spread your wings every day you wanted to do something different and experiment with your life and you realize it is not possible in this setting internally yeah. you resent the setting and thereby resent the person who is responsible for the setting so when you cannot fulfill your expectation from your life all of us at some level start believing that the other person is responsible for my restrictions whereas we do not want to take the consequences and the criticism that the situation brings and what i want to prove myself also i think my inner self that uh, there's nothing wrong with you you are good enough you can do this of course the happiness may be external but internally also you feel empowered and i agree with you i feel you feel highly empowered you do feel that so many parts of your life have fallen in place for you to discover yourself yes. it's not in swimming it's not in these choices that you're making it is yes. the ability to make choices yes. it's a freedom internal freedom like externally we have freedom internally when we don't have those choices and the ability to choose you're yes. like okay no no i need someone else to push me encourage yes. me and that is where the issues always existed with the kind of independence that you have in the setting in the social setting that you are it looked odd always your thoughts were too forward you were too independent you did not agree to opinions the way people expected you to so those were the friction points that you lived through or pretended to live happily through for very very long time yes so when the gap fell down in that fight 8 years ago it actually when you saw what was happening much before that you did not find new reality the way both of you had been with each other just became more open to to everybody including both yeah. of you so we do that we keep pushing our issues under the carpet we say no yeah. no no kids family society yeah. this that we keep living yes the world yeah. and when the the curtain fell down you suddenly expose the making of yeah. or making of you know like in the making like you all the emotions which were half done yeah. suddenly everything just surfaced very true if you hold the other person responsible for that moment that happened 8 years ago you could be correct but if you take a moment and internalize and ask yourself was it only that moment or was it all that we were building up to it was a built up and if it was a built up then both of you were playing party to it Hmm. it was not one person inflicting it on you or you inflicting it on the other person it is both of you who on daily basis chose not to address the issues you had chose not to find the exact tools in which you can build that communication channel chose not to understand the other person's perspective on this because we cannot be right there is no one perspective to live life you know दाल पचास तरीके से बनती है सेम रेसिपी इफ आई मेक इट इट टर्न डिफरेंट डिफरेंट तो इट्स वेन यू 
when you pick any situation, the perspectives will always be different. But we believe that one perspective is better than the other. My perspective is better than his. Mm. His perspective is is more selfish than mine. Mm. When we kind of do that, we suddenly start choosing sides, and then we want people to choose sides. Ah. Right? You want people, including your husband. You want others to tell you it was so brave on your part to do this, or to go through this, or to experience this. Yeah. You know. and that is seeking sympathy to justify our internal story there is one story about this situation that you have written all of us write stories right we are great writers but the stories are written from our perspective we say i feel this way this shouldn't have happened this person you know whatever is the story yeah yeah so what you want is you want the other person to agree to your story yeah which they would not which they could never like the way we look at movies in the movie when the hero kind of uh, is, is fighting his battle for his parents and then his father is killed and he decides to go and kill the villain mm-hmm. and then finds his way and we are all agreeing with the the hero that yes he should do it it's mm-hmm. yes, it is important and they reach a point where the hero actually goes and kills the villain and we are very happy about it yeah the villain on the other side will have the same story if the movie changes and narrates the story from his perspective mm. but because our our storyline in our mind is moving with the hero with the protagonist yeah. we start believing this side of the story and then the murder where which was not justified in the first case suddenly becomes a justified action in the other case mm. because we are following the protagonist so here in your case you are the protagonist so i'm not saying it was one person's fault or his fault or your fault i do not know the situation and it no, it is not about but it is about definitely it was a built up definitely it was this everyday frustration yeah. everyday bickering and everyday nagging and criticism and whatever you know that nitpicking <laughs> all those words yeah okay. and finally this this one situation or its explosion Put an end to all of this in many ways. You could have, or probably you wouldn't have done this without this accident of being exposed. Yes, yes. You wouldn't have done it. You would have lived through that situation. Yes. I, I lived for quite some time, but yeah, this triggered off. This was like the break point. Break point on something that was already broken. Yeah. Yes. Not break point on a happy relationship. No. No. not in a happy relationship but uh, i couldn't take this i couldn't tolerate this other things i i have tolerated so because you're sitting on this time bomb already that one chingari that one flame was enough for you enough. to explode yeah. the time bomb what i'm trying to bring to your attention the time bomb this was being built all along and when you acknowledge it you would not wait for that one person to come and say i'm sorry that you had to be in this fire that you had to burn like this because you also know that both of you were building the fire all along how how what i mean now what should i be auto suggesting myself or what do should not, i be do not auto suggest because auto suggestions leave us when we are subconsciously not strong auto suggestions do not come with us when we are really really emotional 
But what I believe is the capacity of the mind or brain, the way we have, when we see things for what they are, then they cannot have hold on us. You know, the, the reality of the situation is the hurt is in expectations. The hurt is not in the situation. The hurt that you're experiencing is in the expectations that you felt in this relationship. And the expectations were based on my desire to live a life in a certain manner, which either my spouse could not understand or I couldn't make him understand, whichever way you look at it. But both of us were not on that same page. Yeah. He wanted from the from his life and what I wanted from my life were two different things. Yes, Either we could have given each other freedom to live those different lives. Or we could have accommodated each other's free different ideas and could have created a same life. But both of you didn't do it or couldn't do it. So today that you have got your freedom, after eight years of experiencing it, after living this life, what you're referring to is somebody, the narrative that you've built. Do not go in auto-suggestion, but really look at the narrative for sure. What are you exactly telling yourself? And, you know, but every time I have gone through an emotional journey, I have asked myself this question. So is it really true or you're saying this because you're feeling bad? First month, you don't agree with it. Second month, you don't agree with it because you're still charged up. But after some time, I kept asking myself, I want to see things for what they are, not for what I think they are. So what I thought was really, really wrong and shouldn't have been done. Oh, after a period of time, I realized, oh, the person was not doing this to me. This is how his nature is. Okay, okay. If that is his nature, then he won't behave differently for me in a certain manner. Or if he does, it is pretentious. Hmm. So, you know, my, my very close friend once told me that please do not take other people's behavior personally. You know, no matter what they do, they're not doing this to you. Yeah. They're doing this because that's who, he, who they are. Yeah. You may think it is gray, white, blue, whichever color you give. But for them, they're doing the correct thing. Yeah. For them, that makes sense. Yeah. And more handwritings I look at, Gurmeet, I can't agree with it more. Your personality justifies your story. My personality justifies my story. Right? Imagine if you, being a stronger person, can pick up five kgs in one hand. For example, for me, I might not be able to pick up 5 kgs. I may only pick up 2 kgs. You look at me and say, why are you not getting my point, Aditi? I'm telling you pick up 5 kgs. I said, yes, I'm trying my best, but I can only pick up 2. You're like, what are you talking about? You're young, you should pick up 5. Yeah. Now, what is true for you is not true for me. Yeah. Right? You can take the stress and, and function without breaking. That's probably not applicable to the other person. Yeah. Yeah, everybody cannot uh, have the same uh, tolerance levels. Or they cannot have the same impatience levels. Yeah. I'm not saying one is correct versus one is incorrect. I'm just saying we're different. But because we don't understand that, and we understand it in theory. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it in the practical situation, when someone says something to disagree with you, you're like, but I'm correct because this is the context yeah. in my mind. So we believe so much in the way we look at things that we forget that people can have different perspectives. Yeah. Okay, coming back to your first question. Now, after all of this, even if he comes and says, if he, even if he realizes, other than dropping your burning coal that you feel internally, it's not going to change anything in your life. 
uh, at least you know i will be uh, uh i'll be satisfied that he has accepted his defeat yes yeah and uh, maybe his nazariya uh, you know towards me will be so one person's nazariya changing towards you yeah what would it do he's just one person yeah but that person is the person of my life you know he's not just uh, tom dick and harry i mean neighbors mm-hmm. opinion changing about me every day doesn't bother me but you know your you shared your life you had children with that man right i agree i'm not i'm not realizing the the expectation i'm just saying even if this person says this even if in practicality he says okay i'm sorry or i shouldn't have yeah, yeah. you still live the life you live you still went through everything that you required to go through yeah and your eight years are not coming back yeah and your expectations yeah may yeah. burn next eight years for sure they'll not come back of course they'll not, never come back and maybe i will still relive them even if he says this i think i think but there is something you know you want to, when somebody has wronged you or something at least at some point you want them to understand you know i agree with you my only only question to you is if they don't or healing may happen when you realize that i am the one who's letting this poison spread my sister tells me that you're allowing that to you know sister yeah for me why had this to happen to me you know self sympathy and all that and and nothing is wrong situation nothing is wrong about it until you realize the value in this broken piece the very moment you realize that there is this value in it i had to discover myself hmm. without this i let me be honest here but you wouldn't have had the courage to walk away from your marriage yeah. the fact that this happened to you and you know it was like inflicted upon you you actually had to live this single life which you you wish would have happened much before because of the desire and the strength you had as a person i'm not saying you you wish the marriage wouldn't have worked but you wished that yes. you would have had spaces where you expressed yourself but you I, i wanted actually speaking i wanted that much i do i can definitely see that in your writing i want so that but i didn't have uh, options you know i was uh, not independent i was dependent for everything so i couldn't just you know uh, do agree but the fact that you took reins in your hands which is not everybody's choice gurmi people could have collapsed people could have done all of, and we have seen women and people in the family who get dependent and who get further in their you know downward spiral they go further down you did not choose any of it No. you did not allow the situation to take hold of you you did not allow things to break down completely you said wait a minute yeah. if i am here and if i have to deal with it i'm going to figure my way around it to deal with it i cannot i cannot let this happen to me yeah. that journey that spark i am saying always existed and you were looking for it so the very moment the self pity that you're referring to comes because you believe i was weak i was a victim 
and I had no choice. Hmm. The very moment you change the narrative and you realize, not you make it as auto suggestion, but you realize that you were strong all along. The situation only opened the door that you were waiting for your life to open to you. Mm. And it allowed you to grow and become this person that you are. Mm. Then you would not feel the same emotion. Like it's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> exactly my point. I do not see the way things have happened. I do not see... I, I might be wrong, but I do not see the person coming and apologizing or having this internal realization because you both do not have any communication channel no. for the realizations to occur and linger and the person to realize and come back. That is very, very important. We don't one fine day wake up and suddenly realize our mistakes. It never happens. No. Somebody has to walk us through that journey to see the other perspective. Now, in your case, that is not happening. So there might never be a possibility for that conversation that you're hoping to have to occur. Hmm. But if it doesn't occur, that doesn't mean you're going to stop yourself hmm. or the way you're doing right now, slow yourself down until someone utters specific words. Hmm. It's literally letting that relationship drive you even today. Yeah. When that break happened, the breakup happened in your marriage, you stood there and you say, I'm dependent for everything here. Now I have to recreate my life and go on the other side. It was uncomfortable. You're not ready for it. And you never asked for that life. So you resisted. You cried. You fought. You see, you're seeking sympathy. All of that is justified. But now after having learned the game, have, having moved on the other side, you know, creating yourself over and over again, not once, not twice, but over and over again. When you stand here, you're not dependent on that relationship. Hmm. Also, you're not dependent on the words for a closure because closure happens in our minds. Yeah, closure is the, I think, what I'm looking for, not healing, closure. You, yeah, you've, you've rightly said that, closure. So I have said this to many people and I practiced it myself. I created a mechanism of closure with myself. I said, okay, these are the things I'm going to do. And that would bring for me the complete closure. Yeah. So for me, you know, giving away certain things that we, we had bought together uh-huh. was my way of like all the emotions attached to it. I almost like packed all my emotions in it. And I said, okay, now this is my one act, second act. So it may sound very coach-like, but I have to say this. I created a mechanism to, to figure my my path to closure. And then when it was still hurting, I said, okay, it's still remaining. I'm going to do something else. And then I kept asking myself, what would give me closure? Because the other person coming and doing the closure is also a myth. It's a filmy idea. It's yeah. very Bollywoodish. You know, like after 20 years, when the, the brothers meet or the father calls the son back, yeah. son, beta, I shouldn't have all, all felt. Uh, no, yeah, we actually uh, uh, see that in movies. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how we build a script. Yeah. You also should realize it and, and, you know, you should suffer and then you would realize how much I was hurting. All of this may or may not happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's too dramatic. Yeah, the I don't use that word. I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when that does not happen what do we do we fight it we are like no you should I should this and that and blah and blah <sighs> but if you take a moment and realize if this one person 
I think it takes courage to rebuild life. It takes courage to to look at yourself with honesty, and definitely takes further courage to do it in a public uh, forum. So I'm I'm really really happy and grateful that you chose this. And my request to you is, with this insight, now for next three to five days, this happens after every session. That all these emotions will become really really strong. So do not get worked up about it. That's how it works. You really feel stimulated in different ways and stirred up because you have not experienced this, or you know, seeing a mirror is not the easiest thing. So give yourself time to release all those emotions through journaling, through you know, ways in which you do not bottle it up because that's what's going to happen. I'm just giving you heads up on that. That's yeah. going to happen. So be in the in that space, and it will settle. It required to say eight years. You're just holding this uh, pressure cooker, and we have released the. the vessels so probably you know the things will will become disturbing but just be in the process so only we are i believe this like you know the way to go through a situation is to grow through the situation so right now you are avoiding that pain you're avoiding taking responsibility for your damage yes you are part of the damage so when you do this journey it will be different and please tell me how is it for you like i really want to know yeah sure i will keep in touch with you Lovely. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. My pleasure. Lovely. God bless you. I keep saying this. The only objective of any session is to let the client know their version of the truth. This session required a lot of negotiation. Many of us stand in our own ways. We are unwilling or unable to see things for what they are. We keep coloring them in our emotions and our shades of blue. If this conversation has stirred something for you then pick up a notebook and start journaling. Let me know what are your challenges or experience in this process on my Instagram handle at aditi surana. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. You can join our free journaling workshop and know more about graphotherapy practices on our website aditisurana.com. If you like this podcast then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcasts app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Let's connect on Friday. Till then, happy writing. Have you ever wondered how successful people do their thing? How do they navigate the challenges they often face? Are you wondering about the future of restaurants, film, education, technology and everything else in between? Hi, I'm Gauri Devidyal, best known for being one of the brains behind the table, an award-winning restaurant in Bombay. One thing my life as a restauranter has given me is the opportunity to meet with some truly inspiring people, most often just by chatting with strangers at the community table. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about learning the new dimensions of business and understanding how different people swim this sea. It's an opportunity for me to pick their brains and ask them all the questions on my mind, whether it's about learning from their past experiences or talking about future trends. Through their journeys, stories and insights, I hope you too, like me, will come away inspired and energized. So come, join me every Wednesday with your favorite drink because this round is on me. 
बेटा डिड यू नो सेवेंटी नाइन परसेंट ऑफ ऑल साइंटिस्ट इन नासा इंडियन ओनली देखो इंडिया में टैक्स सिर्फ मिडिल क्लास भरती है एवरी वन इज जस्ट एंजॉइंग फ्री यार आजकल के यंगस्टर्स आर ओनली इंटरेस्ट इन पार्टिंग एंड एंजॉइंग उनको देश की पड़ी ही नहीं है बेटा तुम बस शादी कर लो उसके बाद तो यू कैन एंजॉय लाइफ लाइक एनी थिंग आई विल टेल यू वॉट दिस कंट्री नीड्स दिस कंट्री नीड्स फिफ्टीन ईयर्स ऑफ डिक्टेटरशिप दैट इज दी ओनली दी ओनली वे टू बिकम अ सुपर पावर सी द चाइनीज हाउ मच देव प्रोग्रेस सुनो तुमने ये व्हाट्सएप फॉरवर्ड देखा So what's common between all of these statements? They're all absolutely rubbish. Fake WhatsApp forwards that spread like wildfire and statements that defy any logic. They are here to debunk them all. Where are family WhatsApp groups? Worst nightmare. Where what happens when you read a book? Basically, we are just a bunch of guys who want to cut through the bullshit of everyone saying this, how it won't be true. So that the next time someone confidently squeezes out some WhatsApp or Twitter BS, you will look them dead in the eye and go, "Uncle." Please sit. So join me, Joel, and me, Tushar, every Mondays for a fresh new episode of Uncle. Please sit.